out there in podcast land and welcome back to spoilers your bad movie review show on the rat pack podcast network where your hosts have lots of opinions with zero credentials each week we watch a movie usually a bad one we crack a couple jokes we give you our insight into the film we play a couple games at the end i'm your host hollywood and i'm joined by my two co-hosts adam and maestro i'm adam hi there's a uh, maestro doing some calculations mm-hmm. yep. we're doing calculations because this week we're watching a movie requested by adam 2007's the number 23 and we're trying to figure out uh, we were trying to work some bit in where where the either the number of this episode one thirty four combined with the number twenty three the twenty three in the title and the year came out we couldn't come up with anything. Adam actually figured out spoilers was twenty three somehow. Yeah. If you uh, you take the S, oh, first of all you sign every letter a number uh, S plus P plus O minus I minus L minus E plus R minus S equals twenty three. Wait 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 are you telling me that you added like an and minus a bunch of fictitious numbers put together based upon a letters grouping that you just you made up by yourself? No. Oh. No. The, I'm guessing <laughs> A is 1, B is 2, C yeah. is 3. Right. Well, that, that bullshit logic is <laughs> what happens in this movie. It's it's selective. What did you say before we recorded? It's selective the, uh, the order, numbering. The order of operations uh, for anything to equal 23 is uh, get to 23. That is it. <laughs> By any means necessary. Right. It's not uh, multiply or parentheses or minus or anything at first. It's whatever gets you to 23, that is the way you need to do it. Do PEMDIS if you have to. Remember PEMDIS? Parentheses, exponents. Oh. Multiplication, division, addition, subtraction, the order, order of operations. Order of yeah, operations. I, 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 it was a uh, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Yes. That's what I did it. Uh-huh. How I knew it. Now it's burp, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. B is brackets. Brackets go before parentheses. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that, that's what I heard. Who cares? I'm, burp? I'm, I'm not a. Uh, you had a burp in there? Yeah, no? like you, you okay. have to go burp and then please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. But please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. <laughs> there you go. This makes more sense than burping. That's a, that's not proper grammar. This movie, the number twenty three, was directed by Joel Schumacher. Does that name sound familiar? It sounds very familiar. He directed Batman and Robin and Batman Forever. Wait, wait, oh. you those are his two most notable movies. No. Did you say Joel Schumacher? Yep. Oh, or Schumacher. 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 Yeah. Because I know there's a, a famous racer for F one that's named Schumacher. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good name for a racer. Yeah. Schumacher. We get mock right in there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so the uh he's back on spoilers. Who the guy who did Batman and Robin. Yeah. Well, I guess it would have been a matter of time before we got to some <laughs> other movies that he did. But he did The Lost Boys. That's true. But that's that a, that's way... a very good vamp- I know, that was in the 80s. That was a good vampire yeah. movie. He did Falling Down, that movie with Michael Douglas Ooh, like where he's going one. around town yeah. with a bat and the guns. That was yeah. the first time I saw Michael Douglas was in that movie. Okay. I liked it. That was this really? guy. Yeah. That guy who made that movie is this guy. Wow. That guy's, he's got some issues, this guy. <laughs> How far are we fallen? <laughs> this movie stars Jim Carrey, Virginia Madsen, Logan Lerman, who's Percy Jackson. I'm sure you'll call him that. Oh, I haven't oh, yeah. seen Percy Jackson. Neither have I, but I know, I, oh, okay. I, I know he's you Percy You haven't Jackson. seen Percy Jackson? No. <gasps> no. It's fine. In my 30s. And yet, yet Avatar The Last Airbender is not equivalent to that. Oh, so it's better? Which one's better? Percy Jackson, okay, by far, yeah, well, seriously, completely. We'll see, but I think I, <laughs> I haven't seen Harry Potter, but I, I, for what I've heard, Harry Potter destroys Percy Jackson. This is true. Okay, okay. Uh, Lynn Collins is in this. That's uh, Phil uh, Phil Collins, the singer. His daughter. Oh, she was in the Blind Side. Ah, did you ever watch that movie with the no. with the football pl- homeless football player? No, Sandra Bullock, right? Yeah, no, nope. yeah. How I like, I like Sandra Bullock. I just I, I, that movie seemed like it was. Uh, 
What is it? It seemed like it was like, oh, you have to watch this because it's important. Mm. Not because it's good, because it's important. I don't want to watch a movie because it's important. I want to watch a movie if it's good. Okay. Is this movie important to you? This movie? Yes. Yeah, it's important uh, because we're, did a, we're doing a podcast on it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Danny Houston shows up for a little bit. Yeah. He was in X-Men Origins Wolverine. He was Striker. I was about to say, Striker. And then he was also in that Nick Cage stolen movie. Yeah. He, he's the guy with the FBI agent with the hat. This guy. <laughs> every, every role he plays, he's, he's got a little bit of a... A little bit 23 in him? No, he's just he's, he's slimy looking. This yeah. guy, he's very uh-huh. slimy looking. Yes. He, he, I can't see him playing a protagonist. He, the, the stolen movie doesn't count. No. Because <laughs> that's nothing about the movie counts. Do you ever watch 28 Days? Uh, no, not 20 Days Later. 30 Days of Night? The Vampire. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He's the main. 40, he's days, the, 40 days of Nights. No, no, no. The 30, where the vampires go to the Alaska yeah, town. It's 30, the, it's 30 Days of Night. Oh, is it 30? Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's the one who goes, where the girl's like, oh, God. And he goes, God. Oh, And wait. he looks up and he goes, no, God. And he fucking rips her throat open. I'm thinking 40 Nights. I think, which is the the, 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 the the same actor, the main guy, he had to go that long without masturbating or something. Oh, <laughs> that's 40 days, 40 nights. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. D- Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Josh. The 30 days of night is a vampire okay. movie. It's where <laughs> vampires go to an Alaskan town. Right. Yeah. Where it's I did, darkness. I did see that one. Okay. Yeah. It's made after a comic book, no? Yeah, it is. It yeah. was a comic book first. Yeah, he's like the main vampire guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So he's not a, he's not a good person. I always, I always mess he's, he's good at acting as bad, I should say. My wife uh, makes me go to church with her every Sunday, which is fine. I okay. go. I always mess with her with that line. She's like, oh, thank God that uh, the yeah. car started or whatever. And I go, God. And I, <laughs> and I look up and I go, no, God. And she goes, stop it. <laughs> Let me do a brief synopsis. We'll jump from there. All right. Walter Sparrow. God, that name. Mm. Walter Sparrow becomes obsessed with a novel that he believes was written about him. As his obsession increases, more and more similarities seem to arise. Have you guys ever seen this before? I have. Okay. I, I remember enjoying it thoroughly when I was younger. Okay. I have not watched this until you guys made me. Okay. okay. So this was your first time, Mason. Yes. Very good. I saw this in theaters, I think. Okay. Maybe not the first weekend. I saw it at some point. It was intriguing enough. Oh, in theaters like, even. Yeah. I'm like, where's the twist? Like, okay. I was thinking like, what, what's going on here? What, what, is he crazy? Was it all in his head? I was trying to find all that stuff while watching it. Okay. And about halfway through, I'm like, did he write this book? <laughs> <laughs> and then that was a twist. Yeah. I didn't see the twist coming when the first time I, I saw it. Uh-huh. This time, I was trying to remember how it got to that point. Yeah. And it still was kind of like, I don't, I'm not sure I buy all this. I tried to get my wife to watch these movies with us, and she's not interested. Uh-huh. And she goes, the number 23, that's the one with the where he's obsessed with the numbers. I said, yeah. She goes, no, oh, it looks scary. My, my wife is scared of everything. Oh. Any type of movie that's like this, she's won't watch. She's terrified of it. Okay. So she goes, so what's the twist? And I tell her the twist, and she goes, well, how does it get on a bookshelf, and how does it get published? And I go, I don't remember. I just remember, like, what the <laughs> twist was. I, I forgot, like you, Adam, yeah. how it got to that stage. Yeah. I, I There's certain parts I remembered about it. Uh, I remember just 23 and everything, Eagle 23, and... Uh, and then I remember that, crazy. It, yeah, it was it was it was his crazy ass that did everything. <laughs> Spoiler alert: We're jumping to the end already. Who cares? That's fine. Uh, there's not a whole lot of substance to the movie. Uh, the, the thing with this movie, there's <laughs> there it's set in our world, right? Quote unquote, the real world. Yeah. And then like almost half of it is in this fake 
detective noir. Like it almost looks like Sin City. Yes. Like the Sin City esque world. Yeah. Where Jim Carrey is giving like a weird voiceover. Like you know how like in Goodfellas the voiceovers are like it sounds like their natural voice. Yeah. It's like what the fuck were they trying to do? Huh? Ride yeah. the casino? Like like that right? Like it sounds like Pesci. Yeah. Exactly. But this one it's Carrey like. I'm a man named Multi Sparrow. I catch dogs. When I read this book, like I'm like, what? What the? What the fuck voice is that? Well, see, uh, it's not uh, Walter Sparrow that's narrating. It's uh, it's Fingerling. That's right. That's, that's his narr. That's why it sounds different. So I might. So when I was watching this, I was like, so is this Carrie's like inside voice when he reads like a script? <laughs> right. Ace Ventura walks down the hall with a package. <laughs> He's bumping it everywhere. <laughs> oh golly, guys! I really like the script. Oh wow. He bends over slowly, grabs his ass cheeks, and begins to move them as if he was talking. <laughs> and says, do you have any banaka? <laughs> so we're, we grew up in the 90s. Jim Carrey was a big yes. deal to us. He, he was like a, a comedy god. Yes. Absolutely. He had, he had Ace Ventura, The yep. Mask. Yep. Um he was when he was the Riddler. I was like, "Oh my god, this guy's gonna be the Riddler!" Yeah, I was super excited for that. But then the movie played out. Do you know who was originally gonna be the Riddler? No, Robin Williams. Oh, ooh, <laughs> I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, I liked him as a genie, but I, I could think I don't think I could handle the Riddler. Uh huh. No, Dumb and Dumber. God, I, hate, I hated Dumb and Dumber. Really? I could never get into it. Okay. It was too dumb. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember you brought that up. So anyway, Jim Carrey was like a comedic god. And then he went serious. Truman Show. I love the Truman, Truman Show. Truman Show was amazing. I love the Truman Show. Giamatti's in it. He's like, he's the one, uh, he's the one next to Ed Harris. Yeah. Find him, goddammit. <laughs> and Giamatti's like, oh, God. Come on, Paul. Come on, Paul. You got to find him. If you find him, maybe you'll get that ring, Paul. Oh, God. <laughs> That was such a brilliantly executed movie. Yes. Everything about that was, was brilliant. I love how in that movie, I love how we're just not talking about the number 23. I love how in the Truman <laughs> Show, the technology, how you see the technology advance with him. Like when he's a little kid, he's like, hey, Paul, what's over that hill? He's like, don't go over that hill, Truman. <laughs> and then like eventually they build a dome around him. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Harris was really good in that. Yep. As, as his uh, quote unquote father. Yeah. As God. So good. Yep. Really oh, good in that movie. This is like the second movie that, um, not the twenty three, but the movies that uh, Jim Carrey's played in the movie where God was involved. Oh, I'm sure there's been more. How many movies is Jim Carrey? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, my show. You what? see, this, this is the type of thing that people do. That kind of like I get what the fuck are you talking about. Like Johnny Depp, he's always either playing like a barber or a pirate. I'm like, that's okay, not true. Yeah, but they say that like, oh, fuck, great, because of the four movies. That's his whole career. <laughs> No, I'm just stating an obvious fact. Yeah, no, I understand. I took it out on you. I wasn't mad at you. <laughs> oh. It just reminded me of people that irritate me. Well, where I was going at was was Jim. <laughs> Do Carrey. I irritate you? No, I said other people. What, what I, the movie? Back to the movie, guys. <laughs> what, I, what I was trying to get at is comedic actors. They can do drama really well absolutely like robin williams in insomnia yeah fucking crushed one it. hour photo that was one that hour was fo- creepy he, as yep. shit he was good in goodwill hunting even though like that's a dramatic role but he's yeah. still good in it so actors can do what drama really come? well yes. god damn mm-hmm. that was so many feels yep feels With this black sun what <laughs> so jim carrey can yeah. do it we saw it in truman show yeah i don't know if you watch man on the moon where it's yep. the andy kaufman and, yep. biopic mm-hmm. he was good in that and I think this one, I, he was I trying think to... Majestic, be, it was also not exactly he, comedy. Yeah. 
yeah, he was trying to do serious dramatic roles. Yeah, yeah. And then he did this, and and I'm like, what, dude? He just disappeared off the map. Like he did Kick Ass too, and then we haven't seen him again. Yeah. No, didn't they do a Dumb and Dumberer? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, that looked so <laughs> bad. I didn't. I didn't. That looked horrible. Zero interest. Yeah, you're right. I think that might have been his last movie in theaters. <laughs> Dumb and Dumberer. That's too bad. But he's living off. Ace Ventura, he's, yeah, he's fine. Plus, he's married to Jenny McCarthy, right? And I'm sure she's got a lot of no, money, No, they used to date. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a shame. I think they were dating around this time. Okay. His ex-wife or his ex-girlfriend, somebody, uh, whoever she was, committed suicide, and they're investigating that maybe he might have had a hand in it. Oh. Maybe that's why we haven't heard from him in a while. Wait. So maybe he killed her, put the knife there, and set up a therapist. <laughs> is that what's happening? Nice segue, Adam. <laughs> he made a movie recently, True Crimes. Ooh. Yeah, in 2016. Based off the video game? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember it. I, I haven't seen a Jim Carrey movie, like a new Jim Carrey movie in so long. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it looks really good too. Jim Carrey, Charlotte Gainsbourg, Martin Skolskas, whatever his name is. Scorsese. The guy from, uh, the guy from Triple X, the bad guy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What's Triple X? Um, the one that's, the first one. Okay. The ones we did. Yeah. Okay. The, the anarchist, uh, whatever. Yes, as Anarchy 99. There it is. <laughs> All right, maestro. <clears throat> Anarchy 99. Right. So so this opens up where he's a, he's a dog catcher and he's messing with the dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, his life pretty much sucks. He's an animal control officer and then he becomes a detective later on. So you can almost say he's a pet detective Hey-o. in this movie. <laughs> wow. I did not make that connection. That's brilliant. <laughs> You're horrible. That's great. I, I enjoy that. That's a good one. <laughs> That's like that was like uh like uh Simon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he yeah. was. You got his yes. number. <laughs> he was an asshole. He was an asshole. You got his number. You got his number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he it's his birthday. I'm surprised he wasn't turning twenty three or thirty two. I'm right. surprised he wasn't turning one of those two. Yeah, ones. I think he's too old to be playing those that young. <laughs> <laughs> but uh there's many flashbacks of how his life got messed up and it all comes back to a cake and a dog and uh so this is the part that confused me the entire movie. Okay. Well, the beginning confused me, uh-huh. and I couldn't I couldn't come to terms with it. Okay, the wife this was, he's supposed to meet his now wife at a at a bookstore, right? Yeah, uh, or or at a, a cafe no, they're supposed by to a meet, bookstore. Yeah, they're supposed to meet somewhere. He's running late, so she just wanders in the bookstore like, "Oh, what's this?" And she finds the book. Right. So, how late do you think he is at this point? <laughs> well. He there's a do- there's a Chinese restaurant and they get it, they say there's a dog in the back so right. he has to go get it like three minutes before five, five o'clock yeah right and they flash back to the Christmas party where the where the dispatcher tries to hook up with him yeah and he's like no nope, sorry yeah but he says it the worst way possible yeah yeah because they labeled the ladies room the bitches room yeah, or something. <laughs> this, this is a Christmas party for uh, animal control people so she was like oh you want to take me to the bathroom and give uh, wag my tail or something I wouldn't wag your tail if you're the last bitch on earth. <laughs> Ooh, so she's pissed at him. Mm-hmm. All right, you're about to get off your shift. Here's a call for you. Yep. Screw you, buddy. Mm-hmm. He goes uh, to chase down a dog. Does can't can't catch it. The dog bites him. So that's just five o'clock. Uh, at most, he would have been late for maybe a seven o'clock date by two hours at the most. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to be as generous as possible. Okay. Here. Well, she owns that cake shop, so she's still at work. Okay. So let's say the cake, the bakery. You don't need a bakery to be open past like six or seven. Okay. So let's say she leaves at seven on the dot. Right. So he's bit. So I'm assuming he has to go to urgent care to take care of that because you don't want to fuck with a dog bite. Dude. Right. So depending on what state they're in, how – yeah. 
I'll give you two hours. Okay. Because I'm also trying to think if it's... Well, first of all, anything over an hour that they shouldn't have gone on anymore. She should have left. I'm just like, fuck you. Uh-huh. Uh, so two hours may be reasonable enough-ish. Yeah. It, are we led to believe that she read almost the entire book <laughs> in that two-hour period? No, I think she just glanced through it. Because she knows about parts later on where she's like, oh, he becomes a killer. You're not a killer. Yeah. Maybe she's reading it as but he, he doesn't, is. He doesn't become a killer until like chapter 22. Oh, yeah, or twenty one. Right. So she read the, almost the entire. She read the entire book in that two hour period before. Hey, you should read this. <laughs> Maybe she's no, no. I, I I think she was reading it as it was going. I don't know that you're right. I never thought of that logic because slip. it's taking him weeks to read this damn book, uh-huh. and she's she has it done in two hours. Well, she has a cake shop. Maybe she reads a lot while she's on her downtime. Maybe no, but he always has reader. the book with him, even when he's in the animal control truck. He well, always has it with him. You know, but before that, she read it. So on her break, she just go across to his bookshop, <laughs> read the same exact book every single day. No, that's not true because when he's running late, she's like – she gives this look like, oh, what's this book? Yeah. Like it's the first time she's ever glancing on it. Mm. Yes. I never that, – That's what bothered me <laughs> okay. the entire movie. Okay. Because then she's like, oh, read further. Like what do you mean read further? It's, he's, he took a whole day off to read this book and he hasn't finished it in one day even. Because he, he has to go check in with the like psychotherapist at the animal clinic mm-hmm. saying, uh, hey, you got bit by a dog. We got to make sure you're not crazy. Uh, uh, you're not crazy. Go take the day off. Okay. He goes home and reads the book. Doesn't finish it. Yeah. So, so what's happening all this time? It, it took him like a week – and again, I'm being generous. A week mm-hmm. to, to finish this book. It could have been two weeks, for all we know. While the, I guess the, the she finished it much more before him. <laughs> I don't know. That 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 bothered me the entire mm-hmm. time. Every time she kept saying, "Keep reading." Like, what do you mean, keep reading? How do you how are you that far ahead of him? It doesn't look like a big book either. No, no, it's not a big book. It look, looks more like a journal, and I feel yeah. like um, yeah, we're not talking Game of Thrones style here. No. <laughs> It's like maybe two or three green eggs and hams. <laughs> wow. Are you talking about like the size of the <laughs> yeah, book? Yeah. Okay. Not, not, the not the content. Right. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she's just a speed reader and when he was on the John not having the book on him, she actually read like 23 pages a second. I don't know, dude. This guy's really obsessed. Like, I yeah. feel like he wouldn't let go of this book. I, I, <laughs> you got him. You got him. I, the, the person who wrote this movie is Fernley Phillips. He's probably like like Simon Gruber. Like, oh yeah, you got my number. Yeah, I, that had bothered the hell out of me. Okay, because hmm. because the only the only other thing you could think of is maybe he's reading it over and over again every single day. But then he doesn't have knowledge of what's ahead of him. Oh yeah, the, the he actually shocked every single time. Yeah, so it's like okay, so you haven't got that far yet. <laughs> why are you so slow at reading? Maybe he's just a bad student. That's why he's an animal guy. Okay, I was looking up the the book, the, the number twenty three. This one of the reviews says <laughs> it only took him ten minutes to read. Huh? But that, he read it over a course of days. Yeah, because his birthday is February twenty, February third, which right. is twenty three. Yeah, and then by like February 9th, he's already fucking psycho. So right. He, so yeah. he read it over the course of like five six days. Okay. Um. After, oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Now, it didn't take him ten minutes to do it, but after only ten minutes, it was a bunch of nonsense to him for a thriller. Okay, it was, it's, okay. I'm, I'm trying to find something, <laughs> a reference to see how she could have read it so much faster than him. That's all I'm trying to say. You're not gonna find it. It's bad. It's bad writing. All right, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's starting to get obsessed with the book because the book is starts talking about number twenty three, and he's finding all kinds of similarities between himself and the author. Yeah, like um. So, so like I said, half half the half the story is like the Fingerling, uh, Sin City world, and the other half is our world, the real world. Yeah, and. <laughs> And, and the, the way they get us to buy that, I think, was kind of clever. Because in the first chapter, uh, the, the guy, Fingerling, is saying, imagine I'm somebody you know. In fact, imagine I'm you. So that, boom, <laughs> now we put him, uh-huh. now we got Jim Carrey as that 
yeah. other character in this in the book movie. Mm-hmm. So we have our movie and then the book movie that's also happening simultaneously. And the pretty much Fingerling was like a little kid and there was a dog who would get out of the neighbor's yard. So he went one time and then the the wife was there. Yeah. Committed suicide, but he wanted to be a detective because he wanted to solve the case. And yeah. that's how he becomes a detective. So is this guy like a private PI or is he a cop? He's not a cop, right? Fingerling? No. He's like a PI. He's got to be PI. Okay. Yeah. But then later on, he's, he's handling the murder evidence. Yeah. So it's and the cops little... are talking to him like, hey, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> as far as I know, PIs are despised by police yes. agencies. Yes. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe he's an actual detective. In Lethal Weapon 4, Pesci becomes a PI. You yeah, he does. He has a little bad. Hey, I'm a PI too, man. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> That's fun. And in the Fingerling world, yep, or the FU, the Fingerling universe, it's <laughs> appropriate. Uh, yeah, uh, he he gets. I guess he gets a call or something. The blonde. Yeah, the blonde who's obsessed with twenty three. He walks in, and uh, she's about to hang herself. She's about to hang herself, and he. T- so this guy. So. So you call PI for like an emergency, like, "Hey, I need you to get down here. This lady's about to kill himself." All right, I'll be there soon. <laughs> he goes and he and she's like, "Look, it's twenty three. It's everywhere." And she rips like wallpaper off, and she, she has all these like weird combos. She she was saying that her dad was obsessed with it, and the curse was passed down to her. Yep. And uh, she says, "My my favorite color, pink, is pink, or my middle name is pink." Yeah. Uh, no, favorite, my favorite color is pink. There you go. Yeah. Red is the number. Uh, pink is made out of a uh, red number, whatever, 52, blah, 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 and white. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's And then together. white is this. No, no. Red is made of, and she gives like the RGB numbers of what, what yeah, equals that's pink. that's right. And then adds those together, divided by something else. Divided by two. Yeah. 20 fucking three. Yeah. And Carrie's like, okay. You got any coffee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, all right, see you, crazy lady. And then they, he leaves, and then boom, she commits suicide. Right. And then he starts figuring out. The 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 in the fu world, he starts figuring out. Hey, wait a minute, she's onto something. Number yeah, well, in, in the fu world, he's dating a, a crazy chick who's Virginia Madsen. Who's yeah. who's so I didn't I could I didn't put it together. Yeah, so in in so in the fu world, yeah, Danny Houston is a character. Uh, his wife is a character in the book. He obviously is a character. So everyone in his normal life, yeah, he's assigned them a role. Yes, he assigned them a role. But the, the, the his wife's role in the, in the FU universe is, is insane, <laughs> just <get> fucked, crazy, <laughs> she, and, and that, just that wild sex with her, and that's, that's how his twenty three in the in the in the FU world his twenty three fascination starts because his crazy wife or girlfriend takes her to the apartment where the blonde died and uh, start having sex, yeah. and as they're having sex, they're ripping all the paper off the walls, and, and he starts seeing more twenty three stuff, and he's like, what? Uh-huh. And then he gets fascinated with it, and then that's what it takes over. I f- I didn't like them as a couple. They do not have good chemistry together. No. Virginia Madsen and, and Jim Carrey? They did not. No. Some kind of weird, almost pushed. In the FU world and in the real world. She's like, like, like she's like, oh, no, stop. You're not crazy. <laughs> like, like she's like. Yeah, there was no love there. Yeah. There was not a lot of character development. or a, There was nothing to make us feel compassion for their relationship. Yeah. In fact, I was almost hoping that she was cheating on him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you about this dog. Yeah. Does this dog have like supernatural powers? Was it Ted or Nate or something? <laughs> Ned. Ned? Yeah. This so this dog is the inciting incident. The whole, the whole reason this the domino is going to effect for this whole story yeah. is this goddamn him. dog. So the dog knows that Jim Carrey who Jim Carrey is, right? Yeah. Apparently. So. Jim Carrey leads him to the cemetery, which you know, leads to the fucking story down the road. Yeah. And he keeps running into him in real life. Like does this dog know? 
what's going on here? I, I, I guess in this world it has to be. I mean, there's no other explanation for it. I mean, why does it have to be a dog to begin with? Well, you need something to start Because he, he's an animal control guy. Yeah. Right? You, you don't chase cats with your animal control. Only if you're a maestro. What? <laughs> <laughs> so Jim Carrey starts figuring out in his world, oh, my God, everything in my life is 23. My, he's, and he starts doing the math. Social security number, add that, it becomes 23. My license plate yeah. number is 23. Okay. Again, you got to keep in the order of operations here. Okay. Whatever it takes to get 23. That's true. Oh, okay. You just – okay. Because I was about to say, when we find out the twist down the road that he wrote this book. Yeah. How could his license plate equal 23? Did he buy the car and say, I need a license plate that adds up to 23, No, because you can make anything 23 if you try hard okay. enough. Okay, okay. We just, we, we, before, okay. The, before the podcast, okay. 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 we were trying okay. to figure out how yeah, to make yeah. it work and – about five minutes in, we, the same th- realization I had at work. I was trying to do the same kind of thing. Try to figure it out. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> this is insane. We're being stupid. Yeah. Okay. 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 So he finds out. Uh, he starts making the similarities. His wife starts thinking he's crazy. Hey, why don't you go talk to this uh, psychiatrist who's also my best friend from childhood, apparently. Who might be who I might be sleeping with. Seems that way. And that's Danny Houston's character. Yeah. And now we're fed more fucking 23 conspiracy theory shit. He, Danny Houston goes, um, two divided by three, 666, the sign of the devil. There's only 22 chapters in Revelation. 666? Yeah, two-thirds <laughs> is point six. With the line over it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That means continuous. That yeah. means it's not 666. It's 666. I know. But he's yeah. implying that the 23 is evil. Yeah, but order operations, Maestro. <laughs> Whatever gets us to where we need to be, which is 23. But uh-huh. not to, yeah, but the significant <laughs> number, then it would just be six. Yeah. Okay, so this is an infinite number of devils. <laughs> <laughs> so when he starts becoming obsessed with 23, when he starts figuring out, like, like my social security is 23 – fingerling in the fu world yeah is also becoming a little wait a second here and yeah like they're running at the same time yes so it's it's, it's almost like they're uh he's pretty much feeding his own obsession by doing this oh uh what's the name of the guy who wrote the book topsy topsy Kretz. yeah <laughs> i got that before he did <laughs> really yeah and so he's like top secrets. I'm like top secret. Oh fuck! And, and, and like that was even on one of the books at the beginning. I think like the the, the magazine mm-hmm. or whatever. It, it had top secret on there. Was, uh, this this was this movie was trying to be very creative. Yes, and it, and there, it, it was trying to be clever. Yes, yes, that's what it is. It was trying to be clever. And uh, as a younger person watching this, I bought in full hard. Like this is amazing. <laughs> and I started doing some twenty three stuff. Uh, and uh, as much as I forced it, I couldn't get it to work as well as mm-hmm. it worked in the movie. Uh, but watching it again now as a more adulty person with your goggles, yeah, it's like oh man, this is you're like I like this, yeah. What, what? what was this like? Uh, this wasn't <laughs> as bad as when we watched the Power Rangers, movie, right? right? No, 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 where no. you're like I fucking like no. this. No, but I, I, it did make me start thinking where I was at in my life at that point. <laughs> I it must have connected with something in this movie that that I needed that yeah. got me somewhere, but I, I can't remember what that was. What that could have been. You just want to say the rest of the fingerling story? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so. In the story, um, his uh, his slutty girlfriend um, is becoming like more more and more sex obsessed, and he's more and more like, no, I got to figure out this twenty three shit. Well, he, he he starts going a little crazy, and the doctor or somebody tells him to take a break from being a detective, so he does. The wife is like, oh, you're not a detective anymore. You don't have a gun. Eh, I lost interest because I'm because yep. I'm crazy. <laughs> and uh, so then she's crazy for crazy's sake. Yeah. So well, that- he did talk to he did talk to her more about her shoes than sex. Yeah, well, that, that oh, always, she has twenty three pairs of shoes. 
Uh, yeah, it was, it was the beginning port. Wouldn't that be 46 total shoes? Yeah, but, but order, order, order of operations. operations. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so she starts screwing the psychiatrist. Who's the Danny Houston in the FU world. Uh, and, and he's just watching it happen. And it's happening at one point, literally. In, the, in, the wo- in the woods. Yeah. And Jim Carrey's like secretly watching. Yeah. So uh, Fingerling wants to frame Danny Houston. So he kills... Uh, Fabrizia. Fabrizia. That's that's the that's the slutty girl's name. Yeah. Kills Fabrizia in bed with a knife, stabs her to death, and then he leaves the knife there. So Danny Houston shows up and he's like, do 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 do, and he's like, hey, what's this knife covered in blood doing on the bed? And he picks it up. He's got the fingerprints on it. The cops. Yeah. Take well, him away. the only reason that makes sense is because if he's screwing her, he, he knows that she's in some kinky shit. Ah. So maybe she's laying in bed with this knife there. Oh, this is part of role playing. Picks up the knife. Here we go, baby. Uh-huh. Oh, you're really dead. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he gets arrested, and Jim Carrey was secretly watching, the, or Fingerling was secretly watching yeah. the shadows. And uh, that was chapter twenty-two. Yes, I believe. So like, all right, and that's the end. That's the end. Mm-hmm. Like, so where's chapter twenty-three? Yeah, because there has to be chapter twenty-three in the number twenty-three. <laughs> Uh, so now, um, so in the real world, he's becoming more and more obsessed as, as he's sleeping, he wakes up at 11, 12 every day. 11 plus 12 is 23. Yeah. Uh, he, and he's seeing these shadows in his bedroom of like a stabbing motion. And right. he starts freaking out. He's having dreams that he killed his, his wife, Virginia Madsen. The same way Fringling was also saying that he did it in the book. Yep. So he's, he's pretty much reenacting what he's reading. And he, he sleeps on the couch and he wrote like. 23 combos and in there it was his wife's name on his forearm and marker and it said something like kill her or something yeah mm-hmm. freaking awesome no that was the um that was in the book in the, in the, in the oh no no yeah that was in the real world because that's, that's when right. she freaks out that's when she calls danny houston and they meet danny houston but this is part of 20 this is part of the chapter 23 what you're talking about now yeah because because we it's so fucking weird yeah uh, so anyway, he he goes to a hotel, which he's drawn to for some reason. Doesn't know why. Uh-huh. He goes to hotel room number 23. He leaves her a note saying, give me one day and I'll be back to normal. I yeah. promise. Yeah. I just got to go obsess a little bit more. So he stays in room 27 and he goes, what about room 23? And this guy with like a red scar on his face or whatever that – he has a, some skin condition. Yeah. He turns. He's like, huh? And, he, and the, the guy who works at the hotel is like, 23 has been having plumbing problems. Yeah. So he stays in 27. Oh, he still stays in 23. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He still gets it. Hmm. Um, it's got some water damage. You, you uh-huh. see it there. So the dog. So the dog leads him back uh, to the cemetery, and he shoots the dog with his uh, dart. Yeah. Well, because at this point he's he's trying to he's, he's trying to find the author. Yeah. Because he wants to know what how twenty three. Yeah. So during the whole uh, author thing, they he finds a dog. It's the uh, same dog. Yeah. Well, for, no, first he goes to visit the guy in prison who is no, apparently no, no. This the author. Is, this, is, this is how he leads him. There. Oh, okay. Because the, the tombstone, oh, right. sure the tombstone where he's at, yeah. was a girl, a college girl who died at the age of twenty-three. Supposedly she was stabbed in bed. Yeah. Same way it was written in the book. Well, th- we don't know that. We, yeah, we yeah, know that, we know that she true. she was dead. It's spoilers we at the age of twenty-three. At the age of twenty-three. Yeah. She, she, nobody found the body. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which how did that work out? Now that I'm thinking about it, where the body? Oh, that's right. The body got buried. Yeah. Oh, fucking a. <laughs> How? Wait. By so twenty-three how shovels. They, wait. How do they convict without a body? Because I remember in Gone Girl, Tyler Perry told Ben Affleck if they don't have a body or a murder weapon. Oh, they did have a murder weapon. Never yeah. Been. Plus, yeah. back in those times, I'm, I'm sure the uh, yeah. the law wasn't as crazy and strict. No DNA evidence. Blah blah blah. There uh, was no glove to to not fit. Right. So they couldn't acquit. Exactly. <laughs> so wow. uh, this this girl was murdered by her college professor who she was sleeping with right who's in jail so this is where jim carrey goes to meet this guy 
Yeah. And he goes, and they're chatting, and he shows the book. He's like, tell me why you didn't finish chapter 23. And the, the professor's like, huh? Yeah. He goes, I don't write a book. And this is where we find out Top Secret. Yeah. If, if I were to write a book, I wouldn't choose a stupid name like Top Secrets. <gasps> and then he walks out, and he shows Virginia Madsen. His, his, his name doesn't equal 23. Yeah, he's innocent. All right. <laughs> Very good. Order of operations can also get you there. I'm sure if you try yeah, hard, yeah, if you yeah, if you hard, hard enough. enough. <laughs> so the son looks at the book, uh, Percy Jackson, and yeah. he finds a, a piece of two pages that were stuck together. By the way, the son also finishes the book in a day, apparently. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone in his family <laughs> finishes this book. Maybe he's dyslexic and has to constantly go over the book. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Maybe he only dyslexic. reads 23 words at a time. Maybe that's every sitting. He sits down and reads twenty three words. All right, I'll come back in twenty three hours and read some more. Later on, when when he finds the the where the body is buried, yeah, every twenty third page, every twenty three, every twenty three word on twenty third page. I never would have thought of that. Would you have thought no. of that? I never would have thought of that. No, especially not the twenty third page. That's a part. sort of like that's another sort of order of operations. Like, what more can I get out of this twenty right. third page? I guess. Yeah, because eventually you're going to start circling every 23rd word uh, on every page. Uh-huh. That doesn't make sense. How about every 23rd page? Oh, here we got no, we got actual sentences. <laughs> oh, so page 20? He's like, yeah. oh, that's not working. Uh, this sentence doesn't say anything. <laughs> These are just a bunch of random words. So basically, if you if you try hard enough, it'll happen? Yeah. Yeah, order of operations. Uh, you yeah. can make anything 23. So Sylvester Stallone's a 2030-in? The what? Uh-huh. Sylvester Stallone is a 2030-in? I don't get it. I don't understand what's happening. Over the top? Huh. But how do you believe get- in it hard enough? It'll happen. Oh, oh. that's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your effort here, but uh, uh, that's not order of operations. That's just stretching. No, I know. I'm just saying because like there's a, a, a there's actually a, a set of group of people called the 2030ians, and what they do is they do exactly what. Wait, you are you talking do. about Stallone in real life and not his character? No, is no, he no. a member? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I, there are people. <laughs> okay. Well, I wasn't no, sure. No, <laughs> no, I jumped off from that. Topic. Okay. There are 23, there are 23, there are 2030ians that are actually real people mm-hmm. that believe that the number 23 actually has significant, um, r- purpose in this situation where everything revolves around the number 23. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. When I did research for this, for my notes and everything, I found people like 9-11 is somehow adds up to 23. And like, uh, the Oklahoma City bombing somehow adds up to 23. Like all these events, again, order of operations. Yeah. They're, they're trying to make it. What 20. year was that 9-11? Was that 2000? 2000... 2001. 2001. So nine, nine plus eleven plus two plus one. Yeah, there you go. Twenty-three. Hello. <laughs> now, if you make that two a twenty, but what? Then but, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> or you can make the eleven a one and a one. So nine plus one plus one plus. Yeah. It, this is like in Clue. Or ninety-one plus one. Do you ever watch Clue? Yeah. Tim Curry. No. Or they have to figure out how many bullets are left. Yeah. Three plus two plus two plus one. Yeah. No, no, no. I shot one plus two <laughs> plus one plus two. <laughs> One plus two plus one plus one. Yeah. <laughs> or is it one plus oh, two we have plus to do two clue. plus one? That's, that's, do, that's a great movie, though. I can't imagine that's uh, going to... Maybe, maybe a thankful one. Maybe that could be a thankful. Maybe. One plus two <laughs> plus one plus one. <laughs> that's only five. Is it a five shooter or a six shooter? Six shooter. Oh. I didn't do it! <laughs> I told you I didn't do it. Now I'm going to go have home and have sex with my wife. Because <laughs> he's supposed to be gay? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was fun. Oh, I love that movie. That was a great movie. I grew up watching that. That movie was on TV all the time. Yep. Yeah. I had the VHS of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I read somewhere. I don't know if I brought it up on the show. Uh, VHS tapes, when when VCRs first 
started becoming mass produced. Mm-hmm. The actual VHS movies were so expensive. They were like 60, 70 bucks a pop. Whoa. When they released Clue, whatever studio released Clue, they dropped it to like 30 bucks and everybody bought Clue because it's the only movie that's cheap. Oh. So smart. I remember reading somewhere everyone who first got like VCRs, everyone owned Clue oh. because that was the only movie you could really afford. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. That's, oh. that's also smart marketing. Yeah. Also, do you know why there's multiple endings at the end of Clue? The idea no. was when the movie first came out, oh. each major city was going to have a different ending. Nice. So when it came out everywhere else, they just threw all those endings in, in into one shot. So That's like good. Chicago saw Mrs. White as the killer and then New York saw Mr. Green as the killer. Okay. Yeah. But then for the final product, they just said, let's just put them all in one. Okay. That's, that's, it's, I, I thought it might be one of those things like um, – Movies nowadays, superhero movies type of thing. We can't let, we don't want it to ruin, we don't want the real plot to get leaked. Oh, yeah. So we're going to film five different endings. <laughs> and then no. you have to wait until you're in the theater to find out how it actually ended. Yeah. Okay. I guess Clue wouldn't have been that big of a draw at the beginning. No. That's more of a cult classic. Yeah, it is now. Yeah. They're, they're remaking it. Oh, is that right? No. Oh, I, I don't mean, like They're that. remaking a lot yeah. of them. No, I, don't know, I don't know who you can get to play Tim Curry, though. No. Giamatti? Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, suddenly back in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, <laughs> I guess we should have finished up this movie. Yeah. So this kid uh, who <laughs> finished the book, apparently, yeah. he – I don't know how Jim Carrey – he's so obsessed with this book. I don't know how he didn't notice that two pages were stuck together. No. In it was a P.O. box and uh, they said, let's mail something and we'll we'll scope out the, the mailing place yeah. to figure out – who the person is that picks it up. But in, in, in the uh, in the case you want to make it too easy, let's send 23 of them. <laughs> yeah, also, the let's lady. make them giant boxes. <laughs> so instead of saying, sending 23 envelopes. Yeah. Which, or only you only you have the only charge you have to have is a stamp. Right. 42 cents or whatever it is now. Yeah. They buy like 15 by 15 by 15 boxes. Yeah, these are moving boxes. <laughs> Fill it with peanuts. And they say, yeah, we need 23 of these. Right. So they just ruined whoever works at that UPS <laughs> store's life. That's going to take up your entire waiting room or waiting area, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So they're waiting for the guy to show up. He shows up. Hey, you go to confront him. The guy freaks Are out. Are you tops, top secrets? Yeah. The jig is up, top secrets. <laughs> See? <laughs> or what do you say? I think the game is over. He says he makes yeah. like one of those stupid lines. The game's over. So the guy so runs, yeah. and he's like, ah, 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 ah. He's like an evil bad guy. Yeah. He says, you're supposed to be dead. And then he pulls a knife out, and he fucking slashes his own throat. Yeah. Well, it was, the, it was the boss cutter that he was using to open oh, the yeah, 23 right. packages. <laughs> you know how, like, the UPS guys, they're used to lifting, like, I'd say the average package is, like, 10 to 25 pounds. Okay. You'd think that guy was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because <laughs> there's nothing in there. <laughs> Such a waste. So uh, the wife is like, "Don't worry, I got this. I'll handle this." At this point, she's thinking she's in on something. There's some sort of plot yeah. here, and she's a bad person. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then maybe he isn't crazy, and maybe she's the killer, yeah. or something. Which is what the point is. We're supposed to believe. Maybe she wrote the book. Yeah. Which is what Jim Carrey eventually discovers that's because what he con- that's what his conclusion. Yeah. So so she's staying with the guy that just stabbed himself in the throat. And Jim he Carrey has goes markings on his arm, right? Like how Jim Carrey did. And he's like, "Go to the institution." Ah. Right. She goes to this abandoned mental hospital, and she goes through all his shit. And uh, this is, and then back at home, they figure out the twenty third page, the twenty third letter. It mm-hmm. tells him to go to the bottom of these steps, and they dig up. 
Yeah, so while she's at Institute, she, uh-huh. uh, Jim Carrey's at home with his son, which he's also turned crazy now. Yeah. Uh, and he, the 23rd page, we got to go to this place. You want to come? All right, let's go. We called mom. She's not answering. Who cares? Let's go. <laughs> uh, while she's at the Institute, which has been closed for 23, 23 years. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's been 13 years, at least. It's, well, 13 years is, is when he was there last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 10 years prior, so it's been only open for 23 years. <laughs> Right. So maybe it closed 10 years ago. So maybe it closed down four years after him. But nonetheless, this place is in, is covered in dust all over the place. Uh-huh. Um, it's like Hamsterdam. Yeah. Private information <laughs> is just left there. <laughs> yeah. That, that That's the part that bothers me. Yes. It, yes. If you shut down, fine. Leaving, leaving the name on the wall and the placard, fine. Leaves some beds, sure. Who cares? A, a box full of files. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever played any horror movies before? Yes. Games, sorry. Games. Yeah, plenty of games. Yes. Yeah. Sure. I really feel like Just you like should... that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's equally crazy. And I saw this one meme about like... Uh, and this, I think this was relating directly to a Skyrim. Hey, you found a cave that's been abandoned for millions of years. You walk in and all the torches are lit still. <laughs> it's, it's the same kind of concept. Yeah. Like, what? Uh-huh. So, so she opens up the chest and finds out a bunch of stuff about what apparently is her husband. Mm-hmm. Who's a former patient. So, they while they're digging under the things, she's mm-hmm. I guess coming back from the institute now with Danny Houston. With yeah, Wolf Striker. Well, they find the fragments of a skull. They call the cops. There's someone in the bushes watching them. The cops come and they're like, "There's nothing here." And he's like, "What?" And then the wife shows up with Danny Houston, and he mad dogs Danny Houston. Yeah. And they go back to the house, and she he notices uh, when they hug dirt on her fingernails. Yeah. So she's washing it off. He's like, "What's going on?" Yeah. It was you. Yeah. All along. How long have you been doing this? What have you been doing? Who do I even marry? Blah, 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 blah. Why do you have a knife in your purse? Yeah. Which was weird. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, again, the, the the cleverness of the movie is trying to lead us to believe that it's her. Because uh-huh. they're about to do it. Because she knows everything to, about yeah, them. They're about to twist it real good. And they're, just, they're trying to, they're like, wait, before this twist comes, let's lead you down this way. So the twist gives you whiplash. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no such whiplash was given. <laughs> Expenses. Uh, <laughs> Expenses were spared. Expenses were spared <laughs> when writing this movie. <laughs> and uh, so now we find out, oh, you wrote the book. Mm-hmm. What? That's impossible. And then she has the chest. And yeah. There's like the saxophone. Here's the comic books about all the, the things the, were written yeah, about. Yeah, the mystery novels from when your name, was a kid. Your name is on the script. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean the uh, transcripts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, he freaks out. He runs away. Goes back to the hotel room. And uh, he rips off the wallpaper. Yeah. And there's chapter 23. There's chapter 23. And then he starts uh, flashing back. And this flashback is really long, dude. This is like the last 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. This whole flashback sequence where you find out that Jim Carrey was just a normal guy and his dad was an accountant, but he wanted to be a detective. So it's pretty much fingerling story. So yep. the, the so Fabrizio being murdered, it was this chick yeah. who he was like in love with. I think his mom died of cancer. His dad killed himself. He went into foster care. And uh-huh. In foster care, he bounced around from place to place. He meets Fabrizia. They have the crazy sex. Or the sex. Fabrizia character. Right. Laura in something college. or other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Laura, Coll- Laura, Laura Tullins, yep. which is the same gravestone. Uh, that the dog led him to. Yeah. Ned. She was the person who was murdered. Right. So in the flashbacks, you find out that he's like in love with her and obsessed with her. But she doesn't really like him that much because she's sleeping with a professor. And then... Dude, this is so fucked up. Like the way she treats him, she's like, she's like, you're crazy, just like your father. Like he has a. Fu- she's like, go ahead, kill me then if you're crazy. Yeah, I'm like, dude, don't egg her on. What are you doing? Yeah, so he does. He kills yeah, her. He fucking butchers her. Yep, and then sets up the uh, the guy that's the in professor. jail. 
and uh, gets he, away with it. And it, well, no, he then goes to the hotel and he locks himself in the room and he writes. It, so this book is his confession, right? And then he's so obsessed with the number, he jumps out of the window, supposed to kill himself, but he gets fucked up. It, it's almost like he becomes Jigsaw. Yeah, in a way, from Punisher Warzone. So th- this is a part that was kind of confusing to me. Okay, because he, he's he's writing chapter one through twenty two uh-huh. on the typewriter. He then loses his mind, breaks the typewriter. Like oh, I got, I still got to finish this. So he starts writing on the walls. Uh-huh. And then he kills himself. Yes. But the way that Jim Carrey is narrating this, it's it sounds like this is all part of chapter twenty three. Like then I fell. You would have thought that that killed me, but it didn't kill me. Oh, okay. So it's like, at what point does that book end and the narration take over? Because he, uh, he hasn't yeah. changed his tone of voice That's true. Yet. I don't know. So how much of that is actually written on the walls? Because that means after the Mental Institute, he, uh, he he went through therapy, came back, finished those last parts of narration. Uh-huh. Uh, like, uh, so I fell, I got better, and now I'm going to live my life again. And, so he's released from uh, the mental hospital, and yeah. he bumps into Virginia Madsen. As, on his way out. On his way out, and she has a cake, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. So that's how they first met. Yeah. Because there was a little clues like, your life started when we first met. Yeah. Which is true, technically true. Right. And the reason he wasn't facing murder charges is because when they saw his his quote-unquote confession letter, they just thought, oh, this guy's fucking crazy. Like, he just wrote a book. So yeah. the, so that transcript... Well, because it wasn't a confession yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just a story. Because chapter 23 is the confession, the confession part. That's right, that's right. So, th- so the, the doctor at the mental hospital... Yeah. Gets reads the the transcript, so he's the one who like publishes it. Yep, and he's the one keeping. So it's, and then he goes crazy. So, so the dad, uh, Jim Carrey's in the real world. His dad died because he was obsessed with twenty three. Also, right? Oh no, no, no. he wrote he wrote twenty three on. Yeah, he he killed himself because his wife died, and the only thing that he left was the number twenty three on a right. on a piece of paper for yeah. some reason. So the cur- so the curse, quote unquote, went to Jim Carrey. Then it went to this doctor, and now it went back into Jim Carrey. Right. Okay. So then. Um, He's going to... And the doctor, by the way, they published a book and went crazy. He's the guy that killed himself in the UPS office. Mm -hmm. So Jim Carrey, he's going to try to kill himself again. Yeah. And this is so stupid, dude. He walks out of the middle of the street and the bus is coming full speed at him. And the bus is honking, not making an attempt to stop. Yeah. It's I I can't. Maybe maybe he can't reach us in that bus with Sandy Bullock. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like in Austin Powers where where the thing is so far away and the guy's like, No! Or Deadpool. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to kill you in like two five to, minutes. Two to five minutes. He's <laughs> on the Zamboni. Yeah. Yeah. No, but maybe Keanu Reeves and Sandra Block were in that bus and uh-huh. they had no brakes because they were also being um, – there was a bomb on the bus, you see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it couldn't stop. Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> There's a book with 23. Anyway, so he sees his son uh, and he realizes he has something worth living for. So he steps out of the way. Again, the bus doesn't make an attempt to stop. Right. My mom it, drives trains, but before that, she drove buses for MTA. Okay. She would fucking try to stop as fast as possible if someone's in the middle of the street. Oh, yeah, for sure. In, in the train. Even in a regular car. Yes. <laughs> what you're driving, if somebody's standing in front of you, you don't just honk and hope they move. Is it because they're like in, in fucking Amsterdam of this town? Yeah. Like they're just in like the shittiest part of town. Well, whatever, I'll get to, I'll get two hundred bucks for uh, for killing you, <laughs> and I'll get one star added to my rating. Yeah, yay! <laughs> so he confesses, and the professor is let out, and uh, and he's about to go to jail. He, well, he is in jail. He's in a visiting. Uh, yeah, he's, he's going to be sentenced in a couple of days, whatever. But because he confessed, the judge will go light on him. Yeah, I don't know. Plus, I feel like there's more charges tapped on. Also, not to mention, what's the statute of limitations on this? This is 13 years. Murder, there is no statute there of limitations. Isn't? Okay. For murder, that's the only crime that has no statute of limitations. If, if, if I killed you at 
18 mm-hmm. and you find out and I'm 99 years old, I'm still going, I'm oh, still right? going to trial. Yep. Oh, that's good. Yep. Like I said, that's, it yeah. shouldn't be a statute of limitations on that. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, so yeah. And then th- th- that's the number 23. Yeah. That's, that's all. Mm-hmm. Yep. So what are your closing thoughts on the number 23? I trying to be too smart, trying to be too cute. Yes, Absolutely. I, I think uh, this this was a movie unlike anything that's been out before, and that's probably because it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> no, people maybe tried to do something like this, and like we can't make it work. Uh-huh. But then again, Nicholas Cage did the National Treasure, which was, I think, uh, along the same veins of trying to be clever about things. Mm-hmm. They did a little bit better job mm-hmm. than this movie did. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jim Carrey was was fine in it. Yeah. He, I think he was he was the uh, proper choice for this character. Because it has a certain amount, amount of mania that you can buy, like yeah, Jim Carrey. Yeah, I can see him. His little like, who I'm uh, just an animal guy, and then he was trying to be funny with the psychiatrist after he was bit. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh. it's kind of interesting actually. I was looking at all the movies that came out in 2001, which are, are divisible by 23. <laughs> yeah, and let's. I'll give you some of the ones that are pretty interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, Donnie Darko, mm-hmm. Beautiful Mind. Mm-hmm. Wait, why is 20, 2001 23 divisible? Oh. Oh, the number 23 goes into 2001. Oh, Jesus. Or flip that. Anyways. Okay. Donnie Darko, A Beautiful Mind, The Others, uh, Harry Potter, uh, Moulin Rouge, your favorite. Ooh. Yeah. And then Training Day. That was a great one. Tom Cruise's Vanilla Sky, that crazy one where they. That was so there's one. some movies with like deception and like yeah. mental yeah. issues. Hannibal. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's deception and mental issues for sure. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, let's see here. Deception, Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. What else we got here? Devil's Backbone, Jeepers Creepers. Oh boy, those are, are those are your movies? Those are movies you like? That you no, those are the movies that relate to twenty three. Yeah, I'm going in the increments of two and three. They're on the page. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Mummy. This uh, my thing. My whole thing was it was trying to be too clever, too cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like no one had chemistry in this movie. Like 13. Jim Carrey and Virginia Manson didn't have chemistry together. The yeah. most chemistry was between the wife and the therapist. Yeah. And that and, was it. And his weird um, uh, fake mustache at the beginning of the story. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. When he was uh, the do- the doctor. Yeah. When uh, he was Dr. Miles Phoenix, Danny Houston had that weird mustache thing. Uh-huh. Did you notice that when was he... super creepy looking. This is yeah. added to his creep factor. Uh-huh. Did you notice when he turns on his head and it turns into a three? His, what? Oh. his mustache. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> and his lips, if you count them as two individual lines, as two. Uh-huh. So yeah, see, uh-huh. see. Uh-huh. order of operations, man. I know, right? I was trying to do this order of operations like as I was walking around today, and I couldn't get enough twenty threes out of it. I think I got like maybe two, and I was trying hard to find them. So this is all. It's all BS. Yeah, this and it's the movie moves a little slow, and it's really boring. Like this, this is. I don't know. I was bored by this movie. Yeah, but even I though I've seen it before, I'm like. Ugh. Maybe that's why, though. Because when I first watched it, I feel like I might have been like, ooh, that's interesting. Ooh, yeah. that's interesting. Ooh, but more 23 that, yeah. stuff. But now that we know it, it's like, uh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> mm. Were you mystified by any of the 23 stuff when it was yeah, coming out the movie? Yeah, this is the first time you've seen the movie? For me, it was actually kind of interesting when he started getting into it. I know it was kind of slow, but a lot of it had like some intricacies that was really interesting, especially with the dog at the very beginning. I'm like, that doesn't make much sense, but how it kind of tied in later on was pretty cool. Okay. Um, I did like to see how Jim Carrey went from like crazy from like Ace Ventura to crazy. Yeah. And I like I liked him playing a darker role because he is dark. He is scary. He can he, be. Yeah, he can be scary when yeah. he plays those roles. But um, 
I feel like this movie kind of let me down towards the end. Yeah, it might have been the whole mystify thing to me was Jim Carrey in this kind of role. Maybe that's why I was kind of like, ooh, I've never seen him like this. And maybe that was just why I liked it so much. Just seeing him in a different light. And like, hey, you nailed it, man. You know what was really funny about it? I remember that one bit uh, when he's talking about the detective making out with, uh, what was her face? Fabrizia. Fabrizia. Yeah, I remember that bit where he's like, <laughs> kind of, they were, they're literally putting face to face like constantly as they were making out. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of like the Ace Ventura bit where he's literally like putting his face, his, mouth, his open mouth <laughs> over the other person. Goes, ah, ah, ah. That's what I saw. That's what, that's what I saw. Like, this doesn't look right. No. Ace <laughs> <This> is out. <laughs> uh, well, that was our opinion of the movie. Like, thing- yeah. Go ahead, Mishra. It's a good thing I didn't talk about the rhino bit. That was weird. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, we have lots of opinions, but zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. What would you like to hear first, the good reviews or the bad reviews? You chose this, Adam. You choose the which one you want to Let's do. start with the bad. Okay. Get ready for some puns. Oh. Chom Charity of CNN says, for all its gimmicky numerology, the number 23 just doesn't add up. Oh. It's true. Swing it a miss. <laughs> Moira McDonald of the Seattle Times says the author's obsession with the number 23 becomes Walters and we're treated to a lot of examples of numbers that add up to 23, which means a lot of scenes in which people say things like, what's 14 plus 9? 23 and look haunted. <laughs> uh, Claudia Puig of USA Today says, here's <laughs> this one's so good. Here's our homage to the film's tortured permutations of the numerals 2 and 3. 3 minus 2 equals 1. And there's only one reason to see this movie. You have absolutely nothing better to do. <laughs> well done. <laughs> that was well done. I like that. Uh, Michael Phillips, Chicago Tribune, says, This is the sort of film where no one can say anything without someone else commenting, 32, 23 reversed. Yes, and what, <laughs> yes, and what do you know? There are 23 letters in this phrase. Better luck next time, folks. Wow. Dang, burn. <laughs> Now the good reviews. Mick LaSalle of the San Francisco Chronicle says, Carrie owns this movie. He's in virtually every scene, and there's no taking one's eyes off of him. That's true. Yeah. And finally, Lisa Kennedy. Well, he's every scene. You literally can't take your eyes yeah. off of him. <laughs> <laughs> finally, Lisa Kennedy of the Denver Post says, Newcomer Fernley Phillips screenplay eventually binds itself into too tight of a knot, but it also has some admirable ambitions about family, responsibility, and memory. Okay, I, I did. I find it kind of weird that at the very end they, they did try to tie in the whole thing. I was going to kill myself, but I didn't to teach my son a lesson about justice. Oh yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, well, well done. Us. So does that mean his son is going to be cursed with the number now since his dad? Uh, yeah, I would think so. He's, killed, he's his already, grandpa killed himself, and now this guy almost killed himself. He's, he's already partially cursed with it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh no! But then yeah. maybe he'll see what it did to his dad and be like, meh. I'm not, so sh- I'm not so sure. If you look at the old typewriters, it has uh, the W is under two, and the three is under uh, uh, under e? e. So we is connected to two people, which is also <laughs> sequentially twenty three. Which is the first where first letter is Walter is twenty three is W. Oh, yeah. Look at you, man. What's uh, Walter's son's name again? Um, uh, Percy Jackson. No, 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 his his fake name. Oh yeah, Robin. Robin, oh Robin Sparrow? Are you oh, fucking wow. kidding me? <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Now it's time for the game everyone loves to play, the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is the part of the show where we make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten, 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. What would you guys like to guess first, the critics or the audience? 
Uh, let's go with the audience first. Uh, this is going to be a tough one because, I, I, like I said, I remember liking it when I was younger and not so much now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's based on age or based on uh, multiple watchings. Plus, how many people are like first timers? Like, yeah, this was pretty sweet. Yeah, and who's watching it back again for a podcast? Yeah, or <laughs> or for a review purposes yeah. type of thing. Um, it can't be high. I'm gonna be clever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a 23. Okay. Wow. No, no, 32. 47. <laughs> I'll give it 32. 56 percent. Okay. So it's right, right there by. You say 56? Fried fresh. Mm-hmm. It is 56. Not 46. Because okay. divided by two. Uh, <laughs> now the critics. Critics, they have to be less forgiving. Because technically speaking, it was not a good movie. <laughs> yes. uh, the storyline was wanting, acting, no chemistry like we were saying. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess the shots were okay as far as the DP goes. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'll go with 32 again. Okay. I'm going to go 46. 8%. Oh! <laughs> That is a lot lower. Whoa! See, that's that's about right for what I, I would think the credits would be. Really? Oh my god! Oh god! The tomato score is eight percent. Yeah. Audience score is fifty six. Yeah. Fifty six plays plus eight is sixty four. Sixty four divided by two is thirty two. Thirty two backwards is twenty three. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. It's a conspiracy. Quick ear calculators. <laughs> Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. We noticed that he's been in a lot of our movies, and since we all love him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had? I think you can take Danny Houston out. Yep. Yeah. Throw Giamatti Yep, in absolutely. It's a logical choice. Yes. Uh, trivia. Okay. Trivia is written by IMDb users. Okay. So you might want to take these with a grain of salt. All right. This is the part of the show where I give out little bits of facts. Do you calculations for this? You may not know about the movie. Okay. Jim Carrey was paid exactly $23 million to act in this movie. Nah. Okay. I don't know how true that is. False. Because when I tell you the budget, you're going to be like, whoa. <laughs> This is the 23rd project Joel Schumacher has directed. All right. The DVD length of this film is 1 hour, 41 minutes, and 8 seconds. 14 plus 1 plus 8 equals 23. Jesus. Jim Carrey's <laughs> appearance on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, episode number 15.33, to promote the film on 2-15-2007. Carrey explains the premise of the movie at exactly 12-11 a.m. 12 plus 11 is 23. Wow. Finally, the last time Jim Carrey and Joel Schumacher worked together was in Batman Forever. In that film, Carrey's character, the Riddler, also showed an obsession for numbers, which he used to represent letters of the alphabet in his riddles. The numbers were 1, 8, and 5. Batman figured out that 1 and 8 were meant to be 18. 18 plus 5 equals 23. (laughs) Oh, boy. Because usually trivia is like, oh, did you know Jim Carrey did this on set? No, it's everyone just doing this 23 bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Okay, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie is $30 million. So if you take that first piece of trivia with a, if you take that for its word, that means 23 million went to Jim Carrey. Right. And 7 million had to go everywhere else. Yeah. So, give me your guess for its total worldwide gross million. off of 30. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 70. Okay. Sad. Okay. Yeah. Um, 46. In the U.S., this grows 35.1 million. Overseas, it grows 42.3 million, Ooh. bringing its total to $77.4 million. Ooh. All right. 77.4? Mm-hmm. 7 plus 7 is 14 plus... Uh, no. 
Nah, it doesn't work. Those numbers don't work. <laughs> this film debuted in second place on the weekend of February 23rd, 2007, with $14.6 million. Are you ready to hear what it beat? What, oh, what was oh, number no. one? Oh, boy. Number one that week, more people saw Ghost Rider with Nick Cage oh, than no! this. <laughs> That's the real atrocity here. <laughs> Holy crap. Damn, that was bad. Yep. You know how in this section I always do, according to Box Office Bojo, this yeah. is, they, don't, they don't have a category for this. <laughs> uh, finally, the number 23 was the 77th highest grossing film of 2007. Oh. Number one that year <laughs> was Spider-Man 3. Mm. I don't know if it has a three in it. Nah. Spiderman. If you add it <laughs> together, maybe. Maybe. Oh, I just realized, if we put G- Giamatti in the role of Danny Houston... Mm-hmm. That's them reunited from Sideways. Because his wife played the waitress, Maya, oh. in Sideways. Oh, okay. So they'd be reunited. Yeah. It's a Sideways reunion. All right. Yeah. Nice. That's a good, that was a good one. Yeah. Hey, where can you watch Sideways and the number 23? You can watch it on Amazon. Oh. Buy it, rent it, whatever. Uh, if you're going to do that, go to our website first. Click on the banner. It'll take you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost anything extra, but it helps support the show. Yeah. That's 2007's The Number 23, directed by Joel Schumacher. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoilers Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any opinions, movie, uh, questions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week... We are watching Fast Five yes. because Fate of the Furious. Oh, they're clever titles. Uh-huh. It's coming out. And Adam actually suggested, why don't we go back and do the first Fast Furious? And I said, no. Let's start with the fifth <laughs> one because that's the one where they first introduced The Rock. And I hear that's the one where they get become like superhero mode. Yeah. It's where it takes off. This it is where really it becomes like insane. Off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a full Fast and the Furious movie. I've seen parts of the first one. Okay. So I know he's a, a cop who went undercover and he's like, ah, I'm going to join the bad guys now. Right. I don't know much from that. I know there was a third one where they were drifting. Yeah, Tokyo, Tokyo. Drift. Yep. That was my favorite. Mm. Which Very actually <laughs> is, uh, depending how long the series goes. Oh, the timeline. That's the final movie. It is the right? last one. Yeah. yeah. I've heard about how the, how the timeline's all messed up. Yep. Now, well, hmm. I don't know about the Fate and the Furious where, where that. Maybe, maybe this take place after that somehow? Because we got to find out if the Asian guys maybe, know or not. Maybe, maybe at some point. Because I, I think they they've alluded, reached a point where they're just like, fuck the timeline. This is just the new. No, no, timeline. no, because they, they do refer to it. Okay. Uh, and I think in the last movie, he was saying, the guy was saying, like, I think I'm going to take some time off by myself to Tokyo. Oh. So I think, I think he might be out of the fate. Oh, I just got some chills. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know who's in Fate of the Furious? Who? Mr. Kurt Russell. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, he was in part seven. Yeah, he was. I didn't watch seven. Yeah. Because I wanted to watch five and six first. So I loved five. It, yeah. I'm, five, giving, I'm giving you a little okay. preview for next that's, week. That's fine. I, I, it was fucking insane. You, you, you're gonna, if you liked five, the, you're going to like six and seven. The first three minutes, I'm like, yep. <laughs> this is what we're watching. This, this is the movie Adam Crow and Bill Simmons love. They love the fast oh, yeah. f- movies. Yeah. As long as you know what you're getting into, then this is this is, this is a great movie. Yep. Just like the Expendables type of thing. Yep. Yeah. So check out Fast Five, and until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. (gasps) Three minutes, 20 seconds. Really? (laughs) 